free dice. You want it? How about a free t-shirt? Then leave a review. If we hit 20 reviews by June 19th, 2019, we'll give away awesome gifts like these. Listen to the mid-roll for more information. And now, your Death Saving Bros podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host, Paul Camper. Ha, just kidding. I am your dungeon master for the night, Ben Renfro. And with me tonight, we have Eric Nemeth. Oh, I'm going to beat my meat on the toilet seat. Do-da, do-da. Brad Renfro. Don't steal. The government hates competition. Bradley William Richards. I hate you. <laughs> and as a player tonight, we have Paul Camper. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Fuck you. Uh, We're going to be here anyways. We didn't have a choice. That's not going to (laughs) work. Not appropriate. Try again. (laughs) I'm dying. Is anybody else sweating? Just me? All right. I guess we're just going to keep that one. We'll just edit that out later. Uh, Yeah, so tonight, Matt Smith is not with us. He is out doing other things. I'm not exactly sure where he is. fucking wife. Yeah, they ain't Disney. That married life must suck. All right, so instead tonight, we are going to just be doing a little bonus episode, which will be a one-shot that I've put together for everybody. (laughs) Uh, It will be separate from the campaign. So in saying so, a lot of us, I think everybody's going to be playing a different character than they typically play. So let's just start with going around and saying what player each player is playing. It's kind of weird. All right. Go ahead, Brad, Renfro, and uh, who are you going to be playing tonight? I will be playing Tim the Enchanter. He is a level 8 wizard tiefling, bordering on the chaotic neutral side. I'm going to leave it at that. What's he look like? Nope. You think we fucking remember this shit? You can make it up. I just want to point out, that dice is sitting up, it's not on the table. Levitation. (laughs) That was fucking crazy. One of, one of Tim's many spells already in action. No, he, he's been around for a while. He's seen a lot of things, learned a lot, um, always pursuing knowledge, and is at the point where if he doesn't know something, he at least knows where to find it. Um, so very deep into his wizarding, um, very old at that point too, so he's kind of on the... Uh, Scrawnier side, kind of looks a little leathery for his skin, kind of like what you would imagine Hellboy does after he lets himself go for 60 or 80 years. Awesome. Uh, Minus the golem fist, sorry. All right. Brad Richards, you're up. Um, I'll be playing White Jesus, which is a great character of mine, which is the exact same thing as Ambionitis Hammerbottom, um, except the name. And uh, this one's a dragonborn. Other than that, oh, I guess Ambionitis is a 
is a what is he a wizard? Half orc. Sorcerer. Sorcerer, that's what it is. That's the only difference. Other than that, and the he has exact a family. Same thing. Any difference in the look? Besides the Dragonborn part, no. All right. <laughs> uh, Eric, go ahead and tell us who you'll be playing. I am playing Balthazar, a level 9 monk. He is about 60 years old, buff as fuck, and obviously toned, <laughs> long, so big-ass white beard, and bald. Think Chuck Norris. That works. And uh, Paul, go ahead He's and tell them who hung. you will be playing like tonight. 17 inches. I will be playing Mortis Saventur. He is a human warlock who, much like Tim, loves searching for knowledge. Um, he is, he tends to keep to himself, but he is always looking for that next answer to his next question. And um, he looks like um, he's about 5'10". He's got brown hair that's kind of shaggy. Uh, he's got some scruff. Not like full-on beard or mustache or anything, just kind of a little unkempt. And he uh, wears maroon robes. Can't you tell he's used to dungeon mastering everybody? You know, when I designed this character... I literally designed it for you with someone who is so knowledgeable and so wise and smart. I almost expected you to describe yourself perfectly and just picture all these like dragonborns and everything walking around and Paul himself, <laughs> how he looks right now, just walking around. I think that'd be hilarious, but no, that's, uh, that's great. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Proceed. All right. So we will go ahead and, uh, I guess just get right into it. So. How this is going to start is going to be... Oh, I got to remember your characters' names. You see, I never have to remember everyone's names. Uh, Balthazar, Bulbasaur, White Jesus, Jesus de Blanco, and yeah. Tim. Tim's not hard. Tim like the Enchanter. Tim is very hard. Tim's always hard. <laughs> find themselves walking hard. south down the Sunken Valley Sea. So as they're walking it, they got the waves crashing uh, a, to their left. How are we walking to see? Why do walking. we know each other? You see, you guys all met at a bar the other day and decided Which is to usually how our stories and go decided anyways. to go adventuring together and just take a nice walk down the beaches of the Sunken Valley Sea. Yeah, we met this guy at a bar, fought him, fought other people. Now we're traveling together. Well, we good. fought the Manticore together, me and you. Yes, we did. So you guys were just catching up and you ran into Balthazar who we fought and killed. <laughs> He's probably that guy that I charmed halfway through like a drinking contest and we're just kind of like tagging him along. That to... looks eerily similar to the guy that we fought and killed in the temple. Tephigus? Just just so you you listeners know, uh, Tim the Enchanter, Balthazar, and Jesus de Blanco. Uh, that would be white Jesus for you non-Spanish speakers. Were all in our previous campaign uh we wanted to use characters that we were kind of familiar with so uh that's <laughs> what they're talking about and for you spanish speakers my character's name is tim <laughs> <laughs> yo soy tim me amo all right so for the purposes tim. for the purposes of this we'll say you two tim and uh white jesus there you go ran into this gentleman named Balthazar, a very similar looking 
and very uh, same name, very same type of everything, ran into him, ironically, who is not the same person that you killed in the previous campaign, and decided to go along with you on a little adventure. Right. Norm- that, naturally, that's how that works. Great. Naturally, we think he's a doppelganger and are going to kill him anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm chaotic good, so murder was definitely in the, in the thought I'm actually, process. I'm chaotic neutral at best. Great. All right, so... <laughs> How did I get away with chaotic good for two years, Paul? Can you answer me that? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I play lawful evil as a paladin. Yeah, but this is chaotic good, which is no shot. Oh, captain, my captain. All right, so you three are walking south <laughs> along the shores and the banks of the sunken <laughs> valley sea. To your left, there is the smell of salt in the air, and you hear... The oceans and the waves crashing up against the shore. Oh, reminds me of the salty clam, doesn't oh, it? Oh, bar and whores. Why is the <laughs> valley sunken? <laughs> Do you actually want the history of it right now? I guess I could give it to you guys, or unless... No. Actually, no, I guess that's fine. No, hold on. I actually have that all planned out. Proceed. Proceed. He Proceed. does He does actually I have, have an entire answer. history book. Proceed. I no. just wanted to interrupt. No, 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 no. Shut up. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, watch your profanity. It's getting really hostile in here, everyone. Hostility. Ben Renfro has a knife. All right, so... Hostility. Look out, he's got a As I said, (laughs) as you're walking down south... (laughs) 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 You hear the crashing of the waves on the shore. There's the smell of salt in the air, and you got that kind of, uh... That feeling of when you get out of the ocean, you kind of have that, like, stickiness on your body. Coming from... The moisture and the sea in the air by you. Does it smell like fish too? (laughs) Because that's usually when it gets sticky. You really gotta just drop us off somewhere and put us in the story. (laughs) See, doesn't it get, like, you don't expect them to react that way when you're saying things, and then all of a sudden you realize what you said, and you're like, oh shit, how did I not think of that? There's also a problem of it being me. (laughs) Never say anything regarding your whole body feels sticky. Or <laughs> your the whole body salty feels air. your whole. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like every day. Yes, I've no, that is exactly how it is. Your whole body feels sticky. And There's salty air, salt. and you smell the salt in the air. You hear the waves crashing. Do I smell fish? Yes, there's a heavy <laughs> scent there's of fish going on. Bye, boys. <laughs> <sighs> Hello, ladies. Off in the distance, over over the ocean, you see a faint figure of what looks to be two islands. Off to your right, you see trees and forests and uh, just greenery all around you. And straight ahead of you, if you keep heading more south, what you see is a boat dock with a small ship docked at the boat. And you see a gentleman sitting down on the dock outside of his boat. And you guys walk along up to him. What if I don't walk up to him? I would walk past him naturally. All right, so as you're walking past him, you run into a gentleman. Oh, hey, you three over there. Jesus Christ. Who the fuck is this guy? That's a great question. I turn around. Howdy. Hello there. Uh, what, What brings you around these parts? That's an outstanding question. That I wish I could answer you, but I have no fucking idea. I'm going where the dungeon master tells me to go. I pull out my long, hard staff and hold it in my hands. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. And um, I also pull out my quarter staff. Ha! That's a Gary thing. Sorry. DM? 
Shut your mouth. <laughs> Sorry, I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to this. Um, I don't know. What are you doing here? Well, I'm just finishing up preparations for a, a trip out onto the sea. Um, it looks like you're adventurers. Is that... Am I presuming too much? Yes, oh, we, we are were. not adventurers. We were back in the day. Now, it's more leisure adventures. Yes, we are adventurers. I rolled even. Ah. I could I could use a few extra hands on this trip if you're interested. You know, I, I've got a crew of people to man the boat, but I anticipate that there might be some... Uh, some obstacles along the way, and I could I could use some some help. I pull off my mage hand and say, "Here you go. Here's your extra hand. Fuck you." Anyways, um, you don't have a mage hand. I know that. I'm being an asshole. Anywho, <laughs> asshole. Um, is there literally a specific reason that we were down here, or were we just walking, Dungeon Master Ben? Oh, I know. Um. I know about as much as you do, so let's just say there was not a reason, and you guys were not on any specific adventure or quest or anything like that. You guys were just walking. Maybe you got really drunk at the bar last night, and this is just where you guys were stumbling along to as the sun was rising. We just went on a walk down the ocean. Stumbling through the forest to an ocean. No, just along the bank of the ocean. You were traveling with the ocean. You guys went out to the beach, were really drunk, and started yelling at the sky, beating your chest, and roaring into the waves. As and then you just on a beach, found cool. yourself walking along the edge of the ocean, and then the sun rose, and uh, you ran into him. Huh. Hey, guys. I have an idea of what we could do. I noticed, I've heard of this really good brothel in the area called the Salty Clam. That's a great, it's a great place that I just so happen to know the owners of it. Anyways, hold on. We might actually have something to do. What sort of obstacles are you expecting to encounter, Traveler? Um, well, we're going to be following well-established trade routes, but it's, at least that's one option. Uh, but there are sometimes pirates along that route, so it would be helpful to have a few extra swords. I don't own a sword. Or weapons of any kind. There you go. Okay. I'll go. You've convinced me. You will, of course, need the help of Tim the Enchanter and a cantrip firebolt on a nearby tree. The tree bursts into flames. Yes, And it's now a fire. Are we getting paid? There is certainly money in in it for you if we recover the artifact that I'm after. Um, so there's no guarantee of money. There, I will guarantee that you will be paid, whether or not we find the artifact. You're looking paid well. What artifact is it you're searching for? Why is uh, Tim 80? I told you, he's <laughs> like 80. Hey, so am I. I'm searching for a book. Go on. Um, I am somewhat of a librarian. I do lots of research, so I'm, I'm searching for a specific book that was in a a giant library in at the far end of this uh, sunken valley sea before the earthquake happened and sunk the entire area, uh, filling it with water. It was an earthquake. Got it. But if we could, if we do recover the book, let's to answer. I'm sorry. What are your names? My my voice is all over the place here. I was gonna say you went from Ugandan knuckles to do you know do we? <laughs> Jolly ho, good chap, good show. 
do it. Anyways, names. All right, I will. I will commit to the uh, to the British accent. To the South African. <laughs> to Wakanda. Oh, I can do a redneck accent. Do you know do it? And I play Balthazar all like this. Jesus Christ. I don't know if I have the mental capacity to listen to <laughs> that for the next hour. I just hope he doesn't do much talking tonight then. <laughs> I'm not going to do that voice. But yes, so what are your names? Balthazar. White Jesus. My boy, you know my name. That's right. You said your name was Tim. Well, you, Tim... Shut a fucking fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Balthazar, and uh, White. I could... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. What? <laughs> well, they're what? Man, we got a racist son of a bitch over here. <laughs> you, the white one. <laughs> the one with what? <laughs> I guess my eyes are white. Do I have that written down? So that's cool. You, if we do not encounter any obstacles and we do not recover the artifact, you will be each paid 10 gold pieces. If we do recover the artifact, I will triple that. Well, consider the fact that these characters have no reason to take money. So yeah, let's go do this shit. Because they already own bars, killed a manicure, and saved the world three times. Anyways, on the boat we go. Well, if we're actually referencing the old campaign, don't forget the salty clam was actually, it's no longer yours. Okay, woman, listen here, chiefy. We got (laughs) that back. Yeah, didn't we fight someone for that? We were going to, and then Paul's like, no, you really should go do this and not spend 45 minutes in another episode hacking these people apart. He goes, you should go do this, and we'll come back to this. And we never came back to it. I ended up taking a sword through the head, but it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, so everybody goes ahead and boards the ship. All right, all right, all right. And that's the way it was. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's the way, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it, Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. So we got... I can't say the first part, but we have Sean Connery, the Enchanter. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy, hey, Balthazar. Outstanding. Mm, You got a pretty mouth, boy. Yes, sir. By the way, my name is Mortis. Marty, all right. Mortis. Right, Marty. All right, Marty. You can call me Morty. Okay, Michael. Marty. Morty. That's what I said. Morty. (laughs) Your faithful companion Rick around? (laughs) Are you guys ready for next season of that? <laughs> yeah, November 4th, I think. Oh, you guys actually watch that? Yeah. Yeah. Also great. comes out next week. All right, so everybody goes in and boards the ship. Is the boat's name Rick? The Sanchez. Actually, as long as it's dirty. <laughs> it's covered I, in barnacles. This is the one ship I did not give a name to. So, Mortis, what is the name of your ship? The name of the ship is the... Can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> The bluey, the greeny. Now hold on. The whitey. Darky. It's the Rictor Mortis. It's eerily close to Rigor Mortis. All right, so everybody boards the Rictor Mortis. And uh, as you guys pull, untie it from the dock and everything, what are you looking at? You fuckface, continue with oh, your I'm story. Not, I'm not used to everyone looking at me. This is different. All right, so as you guys untie the boat and everything, you guys start to set sail. Uh, the boat that you're on is it's about a 20 foot long ship uh, it does have a sail but there's also uh, the oars underneath How you, you gotta call it a boat or the... call it a ship but you can't keep switching it up 
What's the what's the technical difference between a boat and a ship? The size. Uh, boats are for close range. Ships are for long range. They can actually go to like other places far away. All right, then it's a ship. Hashtag Navy as fuck. Good job, cadet. All right, so actually, it was Chief Petty Officer then. Actually, no, I got demoted. All right, so you guys untie the ship. It is a ship, and uh, you guys are starting to set sail uh, off to the east. And uh, what you guys know is that uh, there's the two islands that you guys saw off in the distance, and the popular uh, trading and bartering routes kind of runs in between those two islands. And to further to the south, you see a storm rolling in. So your guys' options will be to try to sail in between the two islands or to take around the southern island to try to beat through the storm to get to where you are going. Yes, so our choices are to either go the major bartering route, which is is very well known, but it is also well known to be frequented by pirates, or we could try going south through that storm. Pirates. How far away is the storm, like, time-wise? Listen for the thunder and some shit with the lightning. I'll tell you how many miles away it is. It's within the distance. If you guys went to try to sail around the southern island, by the time you were coming around it would be when the storm was starting to hit it. Kaboom. Well, I was debating... I was debating making a fine familiar to go scout the direction. Or I can just straight up try to thunder wave these clouds away. Boom, shakalakalaka. Or... You Pirates! Know, this is your ship. What can it handle? Yo ho, everybody. Other than that, just so you know right now, guys, uh, it's the middle of the day. It's about midday right now. And uh, it's not a very hot or sunny day. The sun's hidden by clouds and everything, but it's midday. And uh, the waters are relatively starting to get a little choppier and everything with the storm rolling in. But it's nothing too uh, wild to try to be sailing through right now. Pirates, that's a terrible idea. Actually, last time I fought something on a boat with choppy water, <laughs> might have died. Actually, this is his boat. I'm saying pirates, because I don't like storms. But is your boat? Ship. Is it a fucking boat or a ship? Ship. 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 Your ship. It's a ship. Sorry to... The Rictor Mortis. Yeah, sorry to, uh... Ship upgrade. You. Yeah, ship downgrade your size. Um, well, uh... Captain Sanchez is is very, very capable. Very dirty. Sanchez, <laughs> wouldn't you say so? <laughs> he goes, yes. He goes, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would say that it is a. Uh, it's very, very good. We will be all right with uh, making it through the waters. This hey, scrawny Cap- thing is the captain of the ship. Yes, sir. Hey, Captain Sanchez. Cap- Captain of the ship for the past three months since the last one died. Captain Sanchez, question for you. Yes, what is, is it? the size of the boat or the most of the ocean? The size of the boat. That's how we make it through. <laughs> I really just... Sometimes you just have to uh, penetrate through. My name is Yip. <laughs> <laughs> no, my name's Sanchez. You like the Mexican Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> Dora and Boots? <laughs> no, I say, Sanchez, who is this Dora? She sounds like a fox. Like a like a real swiper. 
I'm gonna hit you. I have a map. You want to see? <laughs> Is it in your back? Is it in your backpack? Yes. How do you know? <laughs> it's full of things and knickknacks, Holmes. Where's the big red chicken in the oh, boat? It's behind the island. That's where we're going. <laughs> Where's Diego, man? Oh my God. My name. My name's Sanchez. <laughs> my name Yip. My name's Sanchez. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which way the boat sails, Sanchez? Uh, I think there might be something wrong with the captain. You're asking me which way to sail the boat? Yes, Sanchez. Which which way would you recommend? Well, based on my knowledge... <laughs> he pulls out an abacus and starts doing rigorous math. Uh, based on the way the storm is rolling in, I would say our, 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 our two best options would be either to wait until nightfall... And then try to sail between the islands so that the pirates don't see us. This or, man is fucking dense. He or, just told us exactly what we know. No, he, he sorry. No, he said he said that we should wait until nightfall, like camp on the camp on the island, and then we can sneak through when the pirates can't see us. We would have a better shot than taking him on during the day. Or uh, what we could do is if we leave now, the ship should be able to. Uh, it might be tough, but we could make it through the storm. You hired us for things like the pirates. That's why we're here. So can well, you translate? No, no, no. Listen. I don't speak Spanish. Listen, listen. Uh, even <laughs> if we went through the storm, uh, we could also use the extra hands to help uh, keep the ship afloat. You want me to hold the boat up? <laughs> Please. Ship? No, no. There's. Yeah, it's a ship. Don't disrespect the Mortis. Uh, just for uh, Director Mortis, don't just, disrespect my ship. Just Our for ship. the sake of not having to hear Jeff speak anymore, <laughs> I'm gonna. And if I, I really wish you would prepare some voices or something, because my name Yip ain't cutting it, Chief. Listen, so if we did go through the uh, the the storm to help hold the. Uh, to help steer through the storm and navigate as well as hold the uh, sails. Oh my god, just roll a dice to choose our d decision We're going here. around. Alright. I have an idea. I walk over to the captain, Sanchez, and hit him with my quarterstaff on the head and knock him out. Mr. Krabs, I have an idea. Alright, I guess uh, roll for hit. Is that what we're doing? We're going to knock out Yif? Hey. I rolled a one. Good. Falls overboard. Oh, I, I don't know if I could get you up. Yeah, so that's going to be exactly what happens. As you go to swing for him, he kind of, uh, he's a really short guy. As you go to swing for him, you actually, uh, over, over swing and fall over the ledge of the boat and splash down into the water. Well, fuck. Do you have a rope? Toss him the rope. Yes, we got a rope he could use, but, uh... I gotta stop asking you questions. <laughs> but what was he doing swinging at me? He saw a Quickly, bug. Quickly, somebody toss a rope to him. Fine, fine, fine. Sorry, sorry, Mortis. Will you and, just, uh, just calm down, everybody? Tim raises his hand and straight levitates him out of the water back onto the boat. Oh, we got a fucking wizard with us. I was taking over the boat and being the captain anymore. I couldn't stand this anymore. <laughs> God. I'm the captain now. Now listen, you behave yourself or I'm going to put you right back in that water, young man. I forgot you can levitate people. It's kind of nifty. I I, Wait, I, I have a limit to the amount of times I can do that. Is my kid, what did I say, 70? I'm, th I'm 310. Oh, I don't oh, remember yeah. how old you said you were. Um, 310. Balthazar, <laughs> please don't do that. 
All right, my captain knows exactly what he's talking about. As long but, as he doesn't talk anymore. <laughs> that's fine. He he can steer the boat. Oh, Ray, show of hands. Is. Show of hands. Who wants to do the pirates? Hey, yeah, sure. All right. I see that Balthazar and... Uh, or actually, not raise of hands. Let's try that again. And by those, a show of... those, those, <laughs> those in favor of, do we, of facing the possibility of pirates say aye. Nose. Here. It does not matter. You hired us for the protection, if that's what... Very well. Oh, Let I'm us sorry. Do the, let's go the trade route. The answer you were looking for was mouth. Eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. You're welcome. All right. And, and shoulders, knees, and toes. Are you guys going to wait until nightfall to try to sneak through, or are you guys just going to go at it right now? We're going. You heard them, Sanchez. Take us through. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him, Sanchez, get it moving. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. All right, so you guys start to sail through the middle of the two islands, and and as you guys are coming through the middle of the islands, it looks clear and everything, but as you start to get past the middle and see around the two bends, uh, the more eastern bends of it, out in the distance, you start to see the front of two pirate ships, one both on your left and on your right. So as you start coming forward, they start sailing in to cut you off and close in on you. Hey, 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 time for some announcements. I'm sure you heard my... A brief one at the beginning of the podcast, but before I get back to that, let's tell you about our podcast partner for this week. We're partnering again with Thornvale. Thornvale is a Monster of the Week actual play podcast telling the story of Henry, Sammy, Stanley, and Agent Whiskey as they deal with monstrous threats in the town of Thornvale. This podcast focuses on developing narrative with rich characters and plenty of monsters. They introduced a new one this week. So go check them out on your podcasting app of choice. If you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your project and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. Now, getting back to that uh, announcement about our giveaway. So, here's the lowdown on where we're at. Our original target was 20 reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts before June 19th, or on June 19th. And that target still exists. Um, been looking into it, and we were worried that non-Apple users would not be able to leave reviews, but the application will still exist at the end of the month. So that means everyone still has the opportunity to help us reach 20 reviews. Yes, I'm talking to you, listening on your iPhone. And yes, I'm talking to you, listening via Pocket Cast on your Google Pixel. And I'm also talking to all of you listening on your laptops and on your voice-activated speakers. We need you to leave a review, because we really, really want to put together an awesome grand prize package for you. Really make this as great a giveaway as possible. Um, Our anniversary giveaway right now on its own, as a thank you to you, is looking like some dice. And dice are nice, but not 
nearly as nice as dice and a shirt and an adventure module. So please, go leave a rating and review, even if all you have to say is awesome podcast. We'll remind you of the giveaway and deadline via our Twitter and Instagram accounts, at DeathSavingBros. You'll also see other news on there, like how we just hit 200 followers on Twitter. So again, thank you for that. We'll also post about new official podcast merchandise and associated sales as they happen. You can get your Death Saving Bros gear on redbubble.com. We have clothing, mugs, and notebooks. Just search Death Saving Bros on redbubble.com. And finally, if you want to see the stats for my character Mortis 7 Tour from this one shot, or if you want to see Ben's DM notes so you can run it for yourself, follow Life Saving Bros on Instagram. We put plot hooks, pre made character sheets, and other tips and tricks on there to help you bring your own D&D campaign to life. Enjoy the rest of this episode, and don't forget to leave a review. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. I pull out my quarter staff. Oh. And my big long. Well, it's time we get this party rolling. I'm going to cast th- a thunderbolt, I suppose, at the side. Because like, these guys are intending to stop us. This is an inevitable interaction. I guess that's up for you to decide if they're going to stop, just stop you or try to fight you and kill you. Are they coming? Which way are they coming at us? Our boat from again? So there's. If your boat's going down the middle, you got one almost coming from each side to try to just intercept in front of you. Oh, they're coming from in front of us? Well, from your two sides oh. to intercept. Morty, what say you of those flags those ships carry? Based on the flag, or based on the sails and the flag, the colors that they're flying, would I know that they are pirates? Yes. And would I know that pirates generally just loot and then leave, or do they kill? Being that they are kind of trapping a popular trading route, uh, you know that their main goal is to loot. They only would kill if opposed, essentially. Well, we could try to outrun them, and if they catch us, then um, they might just take some of our money and then leave us be, but... Steam through it. All right, Sanchez, you heard the man. Full steam ahead. I'm going to rip my suit off, stand on the bow of the boat, and start pounding on my chest, yelling. I got something up my sleeves here. So, I remember the one problem with White Jesus is the only range thing he had was a fucking longbow. So... Fuck! Alright, so, Sanchez... I do an intimidation check on them. Yeah, I'm gonna intimidate you across the fucking yeah, ocean. The, the, the boats are still some ways away. You just You're see them asshole. up in the distance starting to move. Uh, when they get close, I'm gonna be still standing in the bow of the ship, pounding on my chest, yelling on... Yeah, so yeah. Instead, of pounding on, instead of like pounding on drums for like the beat of the oars and everything, you're just using your chest for it. I'm that big and buff. Alright, so... And 80. What speed <laughs> do the ships move like at? Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime, like, uh, 80 years old body. Well, if it's really technical, I guess I could look up the... If it's uh, really technical, I'm trying to see if I can swim faster if I make my body aquatically adapt like a merman. Which Sorry. I can do. He can do that. Is that like a, is there like a certain speed that gives you? Um, you know, as far as I know, it just says 
I would assume it's my normal movement speed, so I'm just asking what the speed of the ship is. Okay, well, the speed of the ship is traveling at least 40 knots. I'm gonna slap you. 40 knots? That's fucking clipping. Oh, we got that storm rolling in, dude. 40 knots? <laughs> well, I was just trying to make it faster than the average movement speed, but I guess, uh... If I can boat. just just just, you know just tell me I can't swim faster oh, than so the boat, 40, man. Uh, I got 46. Average sailing speed is around 10.5 knots. All right, so so we're swinging 40 here. I I thought a thought a knot yeah, was faster. Yeah, that's 11. Than, that's 11 miles per hour. What's like the conversion rate there? So um, like one knot is how many miles per hour? 11. Oh really? For no. 1.151. Okay. Multiply. Um, the knot. One you knot. know what? Then it's almost a one for one. I'll say the uh, the Richter Mortis is clipping at fifteen knots. Then, so we trimmed yes. all sail. <laughs> so yes, uh, your merman form would be able to move faster than the ship. Okay. All right. I wasn't doing anything with that. That was like an out of context question. So, I guess. Uh, Mortis, go ahead and give me a roll to... We're going to see if your guys' ship clears them fast enough before they're able to move in. Uh, let's... That would be... I'm trying to think about a ship's... Would it be acrobatics? No. What? Athletics? No. Um, trying to think about what kind of check it would be. Survival? It would be a DC save that you make. Well, I have the DC in my head, but we gotta see based on... What what he's adding modifier wise? Maybe Think that of would it be as handling the boat, like animal the sails, ha- animal handling, boat handling skill. Uh, animal we could, handling for a boat? No, we could do survival. Would I be able to swim up ahead and like hook the ship's anchor onto something so it doesn't like intercept us? Ooh, that would be cool. That that would be amazing if you could go over there and manage to trick out one of the other boats. Ships, ships, such a pretty ship. All right, so such a pretty ship. If he's able to do that, it'll make it much easier for you guys to evade them. So let's go ahead and say which ship are you going to be heading towards? The one approaching from your left or your right? One to the right. Okay, so you're going to go after the ship Driving to the right. Here, hold my stuff here, white, oh, whitey, white. <laughs> and I just dive in, and as I'm hitting the water, you're seeing that like my kind of growing gills and getting like the fins and everything the w- more webbing all right so and let's I just let's say you get up to the ship underneath the water you see the bottom of the ship coming down you see below you what looks to be it's about 60 feet deep in this area uh you see old ruins from what they say was the valley that was sunken but most of it's just rubble down on the bottom right now you see the bottom of the island uh that's uh, island on your right as it comes down and then there's a pretty steep drop off um, about 20 feet it goes about 20 feet of slope before a pretty steep drop off right there I don't need too much explanation my decisions already met for what I'm doing I know I'm just building this story okay but that's fine uh, fuck <laughs> so as you're going up you do see an anchor no uh, so my goal actually here is if Normally the anchors are actually like above the water, right? So yes. I have to try to jump and there's a way to release it. So what I actually want to do is I'm going to try to go down and find me some rocks. I'm going to like jam their rudder so they're just like starts turning off. Mm. 
Why don't I just cast a firebolt on the side of the boat? Well, I'm underwater for one thing. Well, the only the only thing I would say, I don't believe uh, there would be a rudder on the boat, being that. How do they steer? Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> all right, so all right, go ahead and uh, let's let's see. Let's give me a strength check to see if you can pick up the rubble and swim up with it without dropping it, since it is a lot of like heavy stone and rubble from the the bottom down there. Nine. All right, so as you're swimming up with the rubble, uh, you actually feel it start to slip through your hands, and it slips, and uh, you watch it start slowly falling back down to the bottom of the, the sea there. What if you just picked up a really small rock? What if I just straight broke the rudder? Well, it has to <laughs> Or be, you could do that. It has, <laughs> it has to be big enough to be able to jam in the rudder of the relatively large ship. Like in Finding Nemo, when he goes up the uh, tank and he accidentally brings too small of a pebble and it slips eventually... When they're trying oh, to get the tank dirty, good has point. to be at least big enough to actually jam in there. All right, so if I'm swimming up, I'm dropping the rocks. I'm like, I can't carry these. I'm just gonna break the rudder. All right, how are you gonna go ahead and do that? By smashing it. With what? With my webby hands. Okay, so you're or just... do I still have to? Do I need a rock, or I could do a well, spell? Well, I didn't know if you were if you had like any type of weapon, or if you're just gonna try to grab onto it and kind of just try try to strength <laughs> rip it away. I think a spell might be your best option, Tim. Strength is not your forte. No, it is not. All right, underwater. I'm trying not to do this. Like I'm trying. I'm trying to do this discreetly. And from previous campaigns, we know Tim is the least discreet range character you're ever gonna meet. <clears throat> Just blow it up with a fireball. I'm gonna hit it with a ray of frost. Okay, that'll work. Go ahead and uh, let's see if you can hit. It's all right. I got some mad wizarding skills. Natural one. No, I'm kidding. Um, I rolled a 23. That'll do it. So Ray of Frost is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. You just kind of freeze and frost and does oh, yeah, I'm typically ice. cold damage or frost damage. Yeah, I'm icing up the rudder to get, get kind of jammed in the one direction. It's going to start turning off to the side. Okay. Like a sharkle. All right, so we'll say uh, you go ahead, and when you freeze up in the rudders and everything, it gets stuck, so the boat starts taking a hard left and just kind of starts circling right back in towards the island. And so while that, the rest of you adventurers see this start to happen, uh, you're on the boat, and you see the ship just start turning hard and hard and hard, and uh, it comes all the way back around towards the island. So that'll give you guys a very good opportunity to... Uh, still maneuver away from the one ship, so... Sanchez, trim the sail and head towards the, the open path. Aye, aye, Captain. Um, <laughs> you want me to roll that survival check now? <laughs> yes, go ahead and roll me a survival check. All right, so that is a 17 plus... That'll three. do. That'll do. So All I right. can't intimidate anyone? Unfortunately, you did not get the chance to intimidate anybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe there'll be more people for you to intimidate. I guess we'll have to see. I'm going to make my muscles bounds in my tits. Nice. You do that. Everybody applauds. All right, so... <laughs> as you guys uh, escape through this, uh, past the pirate ship, it ends up uh, coming after you, but then once it saw that it got beat by you guys, it starts to turn back to go see what happened with the other ship. I imagine that Tim ends up catching back up with you. I'm going to be hanging out underwater by our ship for a little bit. Um... My aquatic adaptations last an hour, so I don't want to be a fish out of water here. <laughs> oh. I don't know if that's how that works, but... <laughs> All right, oh, no. so... We're going to have some fish sticks. I will, 
I will sense any other ship-related dangers ahead of us and swim back and warn the boat. Ship. Ship. It is a ship. All right, so, yeah, you guys pretty much uh, easier than expected end up getting through the pirates and everything. Uh, you still feel... So what then you see in front of you is the ocean really opens up and there's no other sign of land for anywhere where you can see in your, your sight. Uh, the storm is still rolling in from the south, so the water starts to get a little choppier and everything as well. And it, uh, you start to feel that kind of cool, that cool kind of feeling in the air that you get before a big storm. Uh, you start to hear the rumble of the clouds and the thunder. The clouds themselves aren't rumbling, but the thunder is. Give me a kaboom. Hold, hold on. The clouds are rumbling. I fixed that. I said it's not the clouds so that are rumbling, it's the, the thunder. if the clouds were rumbling, I would assume it would sound like this. Kaboom. Because they're clouds. Yes, they're soft and fluffy kabooms. Right. Yeah, so... What if it was thunder? Please turn down your volume before the following message. <laughs> what if it was thunder? <laughs> were we clipping? It's, it's just, just a solid bar of red. It's filled in <laughs> entirely. It's just a fat bar coming across the screen. Oh, I can't wait for that one in my car. So, yeah, you guys uh, end up getting through. Uh, I described to you what you see. Uh, the ship is, I mean, you avoided all contact with anybody, so you're still, you have a nice, healthy ship on you guys. And then what you know going forward. How do you knew that? Nice. <laughs> uh, so then going forward. Nice to dip out on me. So then going forward. Uh, like I said, you see the openness and everything, and, uh, Mortis has a general idea of where you should be heading then. So, I guess, there's no need for dialogue there. Uh, he has Sanchez kind of direct us to go that way, and what you guys are looking for, essentially, is going to be... Hold on, I can, I, I can do this. Okay, that works. Alright, so... We've made it past the pirate ships. Um, Sanchez, you know what we're looking for, but uh, you three uh, adventurers, Balthazar, uh, White, and Tim. At that moment, Tim splashes up onto the boat. <laughs> and just starts flopping like a fish. <laughs> no, as a person now. It's been an hour. Um, oh, nice. <clears throat> we are looking for the top of the... The top of a tower from a library that existed before the earthquake. The... Librarians there were so well-learned that they knew that the earthquake was coming and were able to build this giant tower so that it would withstand the earthquake and still be above sea level once it, once it fell. So that is our point. We've timed it properly so that hopefully when the sea level lowers at low tide, um, we'll be able to see the top of the tower. What? I've heard of such libraries. So we're looking for a library. Yes. Do you have your card? <laughs> I do. Okay, then we're good. It's expired, though. I don't know why you needed us to come along. You have your library card. What else do you need? Well, if we had had... You could have robbed a library. Thankfully, Tim was here to be able to turn away the pirate ship. Otherwise, I would not have been able to do that. Because Haven't of the fishman thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Haven't you seen Avatar The Last Airbender? There's always a giant owl demon guarding the under the hidden library. I have not. Yes, you have. You guys might encounter an owlbear. I guess we'll have to see. There's always one in a as library, right? As long as it's not right? a fucking Grick. 
Greg, the little slug thing? Yeah, the things that apparently it took us 45 minutes to realize that you couldn't hit with anything other than magical items. Anyways, back to this. He has 45 fucking minutes for that? Yeah, okay. It was like our first time ever playing. Fight. No, it was the first time. No, it was months into this, but we just never realized. We never. No, because that's in the Lost Mine of Fan. It was here. Fan Delver. We were here. Well, it took us a minute to like we were rolling low to even hit the damn thing, and then anytime we actually did hit it, you're like, oh no, like it went through him or something. Really, I think Jenny figured it out. Fucking Jenny. Anyway, back to this library of sorcery and bullshit. Um, you know where it is. Generally, yes. Oh, Jesus. Generally? Well, I'm hoping to, that I know the hoping. area, but it's all underwater now, so I will need to be able to see the top of the tower. So the tower is underwater? Except for the top. Where the books are. Yes. I will summon a familiar of an aquatic type to go search underwater. So we're looking for a sunken tower with books in it that are easily destroyed by water. Actually. Yes. Man, this campaign was well thought out, Dungeon Master. Hell yeah. Well, this, the building is built of stone, and yeah. ideally, okay. ideally, the all the air would still be trapped in there. So there's no leaks at all? How long ago was this tower made? So you're telling me over hundreds of years that the stone wouldn't corrupt being surrounded by water and I mean, water would seep in? Not if they had magic helping them. Oh, uh, for God, this is Dungeons and Dragons. I'll, oh, okay. I'll let you have that I'm one. I'm going to roll a perception check. He actually believes himself to be white Jesus. <laughs> I don't see the tower. I rolled a three. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to let you guys all out. Uh... My intelligence is zero, so I guess I would let that one slide. Let, let's everybody, I guess, go ahead and roll a perception check. We'll see if from where you guys are at if anybody's able to see the tower. I rolled a 21. Oh. 13. 13. Alright. Uh, Tim, White, and uh, Balthazar all see the top of the tower. However, Mortis does not. You're looking for that thing over there, Chiefy? What thing? I, I'm squinting out at the horizon. It's, it's getting dark out. I can't see anything. I want to palm his head and turn it to where I'm looking. Oh, look at that. That's exactly what we're looking for. Is that the general area of where you're looking? <laughs> yes. All right, let's go there. It's no wonder this hasn't been found for centuries. <laughs> no one could find the general area. It was hiding lazily to the left. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of off the trade route, so nobody really... Like, there was never any reason for any ship to venture out in the direction that it was because the trade routes uh, start to turn up uh, north. After <gasps> you... You find this really easy. Story. Is there no one else looking for it? Well, I've been studying this for decades. I've been searching for this place for a long time, and uh, that's why I know exactly where generally to look. What a nerd. <laughs> nerd. Nerd. I bet he plays D and D. So how are we going to get down into there? All right, so blow the fucking roof off. Like the, we always the, do. Well, I was thinking that we could uh, we could lower the the lifeboat, and then we could row ourselves over there and basically just hop in. Yeah, it's essentially if you picture a really deep well with like a roof on it to stop the water from going in. You guys can unlift the hatch, and there's a ladder that leads down in. Let's do it. Those What's ladder the made, of wood? made out of? What's the door made out of? 
magic. Hmm. <laughs> Adamantium. Oh, uh, fucking apparently. Is that right, Chiefy? I mean, is it magical wood? They waterproofed it. They sprayed it with that stuff you spray on your shoes. Years old it works still? every time. Hundreds of years old in an ocean. Salt water. It but. gets recoded every few decades. Oh, the guy just comes out here that knows the general location. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> the water sprites. I can't see any other argument to this, so yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Sanchez, lower the lifeboat. Okay. Lifeboat's being lowered. Well, we Did gotta get in it first. Oh well, shit, I'll, I'll bring it back up real quick. No, you lower the lifeboat, and then you climb down the rope ladder into the boat when it's in the water. Uh, Haven't you ever been sailing before? Or you could get in the lifeboat, and then they lower you. We could we could do that, but it would make it pretty heavy for me to lower on my own. I might Is just there not drop other people on this boat? Is it just Sanchez? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna leave this guy on the boat by himself? It's just it's just Sanchez. That's why I needed your help. I see we take him along with us. Didn't you say you have a crew on the boat? Yeah, Sanchez. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I'm worth I'm worth a whole lot to people. However, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> I it's okay to leave me alone. I enjoy some alone time on the captain's ship from time to time. Sure. Don't tell Captain, though. You're going to use your tea as lube? <laughs> I've got one couch hockey going on. Um, <laughs> all right, well, yeah, lower that some bitch, and uh, I don't use the ladder. I just hop off. I'm going to follow. Before I also follow, I'm going to go over and talk to Mortis, and I want to ask you, uh, what is it? I have to ask you a question before we go down into this library. Of course. What is the book you are searching for? I'm searching for the, the, the book that has the process for building a structure such as this. I, like, we, we can't create anything like this anymore. That knowledge was lost. And imagine the amount, imagine the riches that we could, that I could get if I were to be able to build like this. Well, you hired us for the journey, so I will help do my part, but I will leave you with this wisdom I've collected through my years. Some knowledge that is lost is meant to stay lost. So whatever you plan on doing, just heed my words. And I hop over the ship. So, the premise of the story is a guy that studied for decades, who turns out to be an architect, <laughs> that wants to make money by operating a legitimate business of building towers for people. Take it as you may. This That's up for your own interpretation. Just... <laughs> oh. I just want to say my character is still not wearing a suit and his t uh, tits are still bouncing. I'm just really confused on the architect level here. Alright, then Tim, you can go ahead and give an insight check to see if you think he's telling the truth or not, if that's what he's actually after. 22. Well, you rolled much better than I did. I rolled a 3 plus 4. Uh, 7. Alright, so you get that uh, the notion that it is not entirely honest. It's not a straight-up lie. He is still searching for knowledge in a book and everything, but the knowledge that it holds might not be completely truthful. But it's not completely false, either. I gotcha. Yeah, I just figured like it's in my character's thing that I either know everything or I know about everything. Oh, really? Deal. Yeah. So he's not an architect. Well, you know everything or you know where to find it. Yeah, or answer. where to find it, but... I've been around for a while, long lost stuff that's arcanically sealed, sounds like my forte. 
yeah so like i said not entirely wrong but not entirely truthful either is the notion you get from it so what i just i guess between me and you while everyone's around here listening at the same time uh would i have any like just ideas like that's thoughts of like books that i'm thinking of that he could be finding like anything i know about this specifically just because of the fact that i am like a it's like explorer of knowledge or some sort of a trait that I actually have for it. And 310 years old. <laughs> I am stupid old. When did the library sink? Centuries ago. How many centuries? Older than me. Alright. Correct. Um, yeah, I guess uh, what you could do is a history check then. Man. And since, you're, since your character is knowledgeable and that's where you can go ahead and do it with advantage. Great DMing. Shut the fuck up. So, 20? Alright, that's, that's that in itself is gonna do it. So, uh, you... So if you wanna, like, message me, or just straight up tell everybody, but whatever. No, because I All trust right. that everybody else is not going to mix their, uh, player knowledge with character knowledge. Right? Yeah, Everybody, that's what this they is do. the book, is not an architect. Uh, so, you have, um, heard of books of the sort that contain almost infinite knowledge to them, where it pretty much has the knowledge to everything within one book. And it's magical in the sense that it uh, pretty much guides you to any answer, just how your character looks, uh, knows where to find her, whatever, this book would be the place to find all information. So you've heard of it, but you, across your studies and everything, have never actually figured out where you would find it at. Gotcha. Great. Do not worry, I was not paying attention. Good. <laughs> Alright, so you guys go ahead and get off in your little dinghy to row to row over to the entrance of the sunken library. And you guys go to open the hatch, and that is where we're gonna end the episode this week. Uh yes, Eric? What color is the dinghy? It's a little brown dinghy. Alright, so that is where we're gonna end the episode today. Uh Thank you, Paul, for playing as an actual player character. You're for quite once. welcome. I'm sure that you uh, enjoyed the change-up. Eh. Eh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you bit, for DMing. A little bit. I'm excited to see where, what happens in the library. All right, everybody. Books, probably. And uh, just so everybody else is aware, I am going to be posting Mortis's full character sheet to the Lifesaving Bros uh, page on Instagram, as well as some of the other uh, notes from this little one shot that's going on right here that way if you guys ever want to use the characters or run any other campaign of the sort uh you have the material to do so you can't have tim though he's off limits so yeah if you want to have an evil architect <laughs> meet up with your characters and find a library to learn about architecture more than welcome go ahead and give this one a, a riveting try okay captain sanchez exactly oh I'll i'll make something for sanchez don't worry all right, so I hope you guys all enjoy this episode. Go ahead and uh, go over to uh, leave a comment and review on the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Currently, uh, we're looking mostly at uh, iTunes reviews because of a giveaway that I'm not sure if we would have done by now or not by the time that this releases. Nope, the giveaway is still going on, so make sure you head over to iTunes, leave a review and rating, not just a rating. All right, we're looking to hit 20 reviews, and if that happens, then we'll up the giveaway. Yes, and that's by June 19th. 
We are, uh, yeah, we are coming up on our one year anniversary of starting this podcast. Uh, so thank you everybody who tunes in to listen and what? continues to come back and listen. And to all the new listeners out there, we thank you too, uh, for catching up with us on our journey. Prep time's different than release time. Yeah. Since our first initial release, like we've only first, been around Like episode for... one came out almost a year ago. Oh, I thought it was two. No, just we've one year. We've been playing for like four. Four. All right, and additionally, uh, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, contact us, comment on things, uh, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Death Saving Bros, and then you can follow the supplement account of Life Saving Bros on Instagram only for uh, different tips and material to kind of bring life to your own campaign. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow me personally at Benfro15. You can follow me at Ima underscore B underscore rad you can follow me at hp camper oh you can fucking find one of the other guys and they'll tell me about it dun 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 you can find him at the death saving bros twitter page yes we will uh reach out to him and let him know uh yeah and that's about it so go ahead and leave those reviews and uh we'll see you on the next one Welcome to another Fuck episode of the- Jesus, that's bitch. what I was gonna do. <laughs> I can't I can't deal with this, you guys. You guys are too much sometimes. <laughs> that's what your mama said last night. It's DD. Sorry. Not bad. Hello and welcome Hold to on. another <laughs> Hello and Oh welcome- my god! <laughs> We're starting. <laughs> You're clipping hard as a motherfucker over here. I hate you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the That's Death Saving rush, Bros buddy. podcast. You gotta calm it down. You gotta start over. That's rushed. Hello, hello, well, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Good. We want to clip all night long. Yeah. Clip, yeah. All night long. Let's just get, let's just get clip faced. I really don't know how you're gonna edit this one cleanly. This is <laughs> fucked. I'm fully taking on the persona of Paul right now. All right, everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> Being too loud. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Try again. Give a little bit of your love to Tell me. me to go kill myself or something. <laughs> you were a piece of shit, your knee is busted, and you're a fucking gimp, and you jerk off with your tears. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I like one shots. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The song Montuck Point is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The tracks Coming of Time, Dawn of Glory, Doomsday Clock, Ending Hours, Fantasy Chamber Adventure, and Fantasy Theme are music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org 
slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.